Good morning, afternoon, evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Travis, host of the THK Show, coming to you live from the base of America's Mountain in colorful Colorado. Um, I'm just going to say this right away. Um, there's going to be three instances where I'm, I'm going to... I usually say I don't take a break during the show because I can't. And I really can, unfortunately. But these are going to be like really minuscule breaks. I mean, they'll probably take at most up to 15 seconds or so. Um, reason because, well, this first break I have to do, it's going to actually be coming up uh, in like maybe a couple of minutes here. Um, I got to plug in my iPad. Unfortunately, I <laughs> I did, my iPad kind of just depleted itself on its battery. Um, and I was just able to squeeze a little bit of juice to do that uh, intro music. Um, and I need to pretty much plug it in. Um, hopefully then by later in the show, I can get some more news because I had some news stories saved on there, unfortunately. And now with it at like, I think it's at 1%. <laughs> so it's going to die here any second. Um, so I need, I got to rephrase from saying, um, to, I keep catching myself saying that. So I, I need to go plug that in. I, I, actually, I'm going to quick do it now. So just bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Just give me like five seconds. I just need to plug it in. It's just a quick little walk away. I'll be right back. All right. I... <laughs> I am back, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, it was going to be a quick one. Um, the other breaks I have to do, um, unfortunately, it's getting kind of late, but it's not that late. But I, <laughs> and this is a show about politics, and I'm going to be talking about a casserole. Anyways, I made a casserole, and unfortunately, I'm getting pretty hungry. I haven't eaten. I, I didn't have lunch. I didn't really haven't had any snacks, been too busy with schoolwork and stuff like that. Um, so I have a casserole, but I got to put it in the oven. And then there's another instance where once it's in the oven, you have to remove the lid so the top can bake and, you know, stuff like the cooking terminology. I'm not a cook, so I really don't know what I'm doing. Well, I know how to make it, but like the terminology, I should say, I really don't. Anyways, but there's going to be an instance where I have to leave uh, so I can preheat the oven and then go back to... Um, put that casserole in and <laughs> it's probably the first time on a podcast where it's been interrupted i said podcast i gotta say broadcast uh, on a broadcast where it's been interrupted because someone has to put a casserole in the oven i mean I i've never seen such a thing um so i guess it's gonna be the first one <laughs> that maybe you've seen too um, so I got a few different things I want to talk about today. Obviously, some news-related, um, some just personal stuff I've kind of noticed. Um, we'll get into the personal stuff right away. So one of the things I want to talk about is, obviously, a lot of people are aware that colleges do, well, colleges, the public education system, I mean, from pre-K to up until, obviously, college, it's indoctrination, <laughs> I can't even pronounce it, indoctrination, and where it's pretty much where these professors or teachers pretty much, you know, tell you to pretty much think like a liberal. That's what they're doing. You don't have a whole lot of, I mean, there's teachers out there for, with a conservative standpoint. However, they can't voice their opinion because if they did, they'd be fired. However, with a liberal teacher or professor, they can voice their opinion as much as they want and they're not going to be touched. So what I want to get into is that at my college here in Colorado Springs, and you would think too with it being in Colorado Springs, that it'd be pretty conservative. 
Well, it's not, unfortunately. <laughs> it's far from that. I mean, granted, too, this is part of the CU system. So, obviously, Colorado itself, up in Boulder, I mean, it's liberal up there and with control. And I thought what's weird, too, I think that president, I don't know if his name's like Jack Kennedy or maybe, I don't remember. And again, I wish I had all this information. I mean, I would have known this for sure if I could have done a pre-show and stuff like that. However, I can't. But I also... You know, I'll just have to go with the flow, and I promised, too, that I'd be able, you know, I'd do two episodes this week um, because I didn't get to do my fourth episode last week when I run two, so I made a promise that I'd do two this week, maybe three, unfortunately, I don't think, I don't think three is going to happen, however... It might, depending on what the snowstorm we're getting, if I don't have to go into work or anything like that, I'll definitely do a third episode there for it. But anyways, what I was saying with Jack Kennedy, I think, who's the president of the CU system here, you know, the University of Colorado here in Colorado, um, I thought he was a Republican. But anyways, getting back to the point, I've gotten numerous emails from my school that have like a liberal, how should I say it? standpoint on it. The biggest one I remember, and I kind of got a follow-up from it. Obviously, I'm not following up to these people. It's just they follow up to their other email. Um, but anyways, it was an email about, oh, when was that? Maybe in January, late January. After, yeah, it was okay. It was during Trump's in, second impeachment, and it should have never been an impeachment in the first place because he wasn't in office which the Democrats obviously don't care for laws and our constitution. They'll throw it out left and right. Um, but anyways, I got an email from him saying, do you support um, Trump's impeachment? And if so, why? But <laughs> they really didn't say, you know, why don't you support it, it? It really had that, you know, like mindset where it's like, you know, I'm sure you agree with us that Trump should have been impeached, right? Because I think it was after, yeah, it was after he was acquitted and they're like, do you agree? And obviously it had that kind of liberal mindset in the back saying, you know, why do you think Trump was allowed to get away from this after like the most horrific thing we saw since 9-11? And it wasn't. I mean, you could say, well, you can say that the Black Lives Matter protest the previous summer, last summer ago, was a lot worse than the Capitol protest. Yeah, it was a protest wasn't a riot, and it wasn't an interaction. Your liberals have to get that through your thin head of yours. Um, but anyways, excuse me, but anyways, um, it was pretty much saying, you know, <laughs> it had that liberal mindset to it. And it's like, if you were conservative and if you disagreed with what they were saying, that I'm, Grant, I don't know if they had actually email you back or not. And it was through to like the school's ethics something or whatever. But again, it had that liberal mindset. And with indoctrination, you can tell right there that was, you know, just a sliver of it. But what I've also noticed, too, in college, and if any of you other college conservatives or if you, well, yeah, I was going to say to you older folks that went to school as a conservative, but obviously times are different than probably when you back went back to college. But anyways... It's pretty much in college right now, in this days and age, you have to fake being a liberal to get good grades. And I've, I kid you not, I've had to do this in numerous, my, in numerous amounts of my classes just to, you know, get a passing grade, get an A. They, they, they'll, um, 
Oh, man. I mean, there's a plethora of assignments that uh, this has happened to. But we'll do the most recent one for one of my classes. So it was pretty much... um, why do you think the white Europeans, and it was pretty much this is how the assignment was, why do you think the rate, uh, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself, why do you think the white Europeans were racially superior to Native Americans? And it pretty much, you had to say exactly why white Europeans were wrong. That was the gist of the assignment, why they were wrong. I mean, granted, I do know that Europeans, and obviously as America, you know, we didn't have the best relationship with Native Americans. We kind of kicked them from their home. But anyways, it, it the assignment's purpose, its hidden purpose, was to make you feel bad for being white. That's what the hidden purpose of the assignment was. And I've had to do numerous amounts of assignments like that, where you pretty much have to fake being a liberal, fake feeling sorry that you're white in order to get a good grade. But what I did too in this assignment, and I don't know how my grade's going to affect with it or how it's going to be affected but the assignment said you know white european i did not use the term white at all throughout the entire assignment i made sure that if i was talking about europeans i would not use the word white because obviously there's different ethnic groups and racial groups in europe like the turks and stuff in turkey but did they include that no uh (laughs) Oh man, um, and th- and there's been other instances too, like I mentioned earlier, where I've had to do you know assignments and fa- I'm just trying to think of another one quick. I mean, like I said, I've had to do a plethora of them, but actually, when it comes time to doing the show, and oh man, now I can't remember, unfortunately. Oh, oh man, oh man, oh man. Now I can't think of one, but it's just it's painfully obvious and. People don't see it, unfortunately, just how the school is pretty much telling you, hey, become a liberal because that's the way to do it. And oh, 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 <laughs> other ways too. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I got two things going on here and I both want to get to them. I'm sure I'm going to forget about one. As you folks have probably realized on the show, I do really forget about what I want to talk to as well. Um, this is the other thing that the liberals kind of induce this... Um, God, I'm so happy I was able to remember this. God, thank, thank you, Lord. Um, so in class the other day, and this was Monday, we had to watch a webinar. Now, I don't know exactly what those are. It was pretty much like whatever you, you would call like a Zoom meeting or something like that. But we were watching this um, girl, well, lady. I mean, she was probably upper 20s lower 30. So a pure millennial. Um, but anyway, she had the, and I said, um, again, I gotta limit my words saying I gotta limit the, uh, what are they filler words? I think they're called anyways. You could tell just by looking at her, she was a, like a purebred liberal. I mean, she had just that face, that type of mannerisms. And, and I say type of face, cause you can, you can tell if you can tell, but she had those mannerisms, you know, that just the how she was acting, you could tell she was, you know, a pure liberal. Anyways, we're doing a presentation about... Oh, <laughs> I remember, you know, about this, but I don't remember exactly... Oh, it was propaganda. That's what it was. It was about propaganda. And the funny thing was, on the first slide, one of the things it says was, it was kind of this poster or something like that. And I, it, obviously, she's promoting her cause for putting this in anyways it says uh, what what, 
<laughs> God, I'm just trying to do I'm sorry. Anyways, it says that we beat him before, and it's referring to the Nazis, and then there's a picture below it saying we'll beat him again. And the person it's showing that we'll beat him again is a person in a Trump hat. And right there, and this was on the first slide, before even she, she started talking, I lost faith in this person. She lost all my, or she lost all her credibility because I knew right away that she was going to be promoting agenda in this. Sure enough, she was. Now, granted, I only watched well, I didn't even watch it. I saw like the first 10 minutes of this webinar and I had it like turned down all the way down because I didn't want to pay attention to this after I knew. And after that 10 minutes, I just left. I actually went to go do some grocery shopping when this was still going on. So they never knew I was gone. But the thing was too, in those 10 minutes I saw, now let me get one thing clear. Obviously Nazism was bad and so was communism. But here's the thing. When she was talking about propaganda, it was all about the Nazis. There was not a single thing that I saw in those 10 minutes that I was watching that was about how bad communism was or, you know, communism propaganda. It was all about Nazism. And that got me thinking where it's like, okay, obviously the Nazis were bad, but she's not including the communists were bad. She's almost making it look like, oh, yeah, the Nazis were bad during the war, but the communists, oh, they were good. They were the best. I mean, granted, they were on the Allies' side, but the Allies, too, knew that as soon as this war is over, we're going to have an issue with the communists. Sure enough, we did. It escalated into the Cold War, and we saw the downfall of the Soviet Union because, obviously, communism, socialism never worked. But it just it fascinated me that she's pretty much ripping on the Nazis. And obviously, I can see why. The Nazis weren't great people. But why not rip on the communists? They were terrible people. A lot of people don't know this because the media or just the internet sources, when you look it up, Mao Zedong, the communist leader of China, when China actually became communist, and Stalin killed more people, not together, just in their own rule, killed more people than Hitler did. I think... Well, Hitler, obviously, the big saying is, you know, he killed like six million Jews and then you could add in additional millions for like, you know, like the gypsies and stuff like that he killed. Um, but the communists, Stalin and Mao Zedong, I think Stalin killed around, ooh, what was it, like 20 million people with his purges? Maybe that's too high, but I know it's, it's well over what Hitler did. And again, I'm not trying to defend Hitler or anything like that. I'm just trying to make this clear. And I think Mao Zedong too, I think he was in the 20 millions and stuff like that. And it's weird because you don't see on the media or when you look stuff up, how bad the communists were. You only see how bad the Nazis were. And it, it just fascinates me how you can tell that the media really supports and like these web pages and how they support communism. They don't show it, but they do because they're not going to give you factual results when you look it up. They'll kind of skew the numbers and just lead you to saying, oh, yeah, Hitler was the worst person ever in my in my personal philosophy here. You can disagree with me all you want. To me, the worst person to ever live on this planet was Stalin. Hands down. He killed his own people. He pretty much promoted... I mean, he was a true iron dictator. And again, I'm not going to defend Nazi Germany here, but Nazi Germany, you could at least attend religion. So, I mean, obviously it was, you know, selected. You had to be like a Christian. Um, and you could also own, like, private land. Everything wasn't owned by the state, like how it was in communist uh, Russia or the Soviet Union. In the Soviet Union, 
there was no private land. Everything was owned by the government. And there was also no religion. So you couldn't practice your faith in God. And to me, it's just weird how this is all obscured. They really don't talk. You have to do your information about this to figure it out. And I guarantee... I, 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 it's not going to happen, but if it did happen, I guarantee you one of the first things, if this country ever became socialist or communist, would be getting rid of religion. And what they seem to forget, that this nation was created under God, and if they even attempt to do something like that, <laughs> oh, trust me, there are going to be millions of Americans that aren't going to support that. But getting back to the point, with this kind of webinar and how the school's indoctrinating you or well, colleges and stuff like that, they, they never really talk about the negatives of socialism and communism and how every country that has had an either socialist or, well, not every, because then you could say like, well, China's still a thing and Cuba's still a thing, but Venezuela, the Soviet Union, the entire Eastern Bloc, all those countries fell apart because of communism and socialism. <laughs> I mean, it pretty much how it works, and th this is what I don't get how people my age don't understand. Communism, socialism, it, it's pretty much for the wealthy. If you're the wealthy, you're going to be, you know, pretty much benefiting off of communism. While, you know, the lower class, the middle class, they're, they're not going to get anything at anything it's going to become even worse for them. And what it truly is, what I think is going on, is that the elites are using, like, you know, college liberals and stuff like that, millennials and even the Gen Zers coming up now. Um, they're pretty much using them to promote this idea so they can get more power. And as soon as this happened, they're going to turn their backs on them. We've seen this before with, like, BLM, for example. Obviously, before the election, last election in November... We saw the Democrats and stuff, you know, using BLM. Not Well, they were using them, but they were, you know, pretty much engaged with them in, like, activities and stuff like that, you know, outreaches and stuff like that. But as soon as Biden was elected, they pretty much forgot about him, and you don't hear anymore about BLM. Well, I'm sure you will now with, um, with the case that's going on in the George Floyd and how they're starting the trial up there. But in this kind of time strain, or time slot from the election into right now, I guess before this trial takes place, you don't hear anything from BLM. And I know they really wanted and like an interview or a sit down with Biden. It's never happened. They are using you to get more power. And as soon as they pretty much achieve that power, they're going to forget about you. And that's what always happens in communist countries. And I don't know how people don't realize this. To me, it's, it's, it's kind of sad, honestly, but Oh, oh, man. Anyways, so that was kind of my little spiel right there about kind of how colleges are indoctrinating you. And like I said before, it's pretty much you need to suck up to their liberal agenda just to get a passing grade or in order to look good in the class. Because otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, if you try to say, like, you know, go off a conservative standpoint, they're going to knock your grade for it. And it, it's it's sad, honestly. And it. I do want my bachelor's degree, but after the stuff I've seen from going to community college in Madison, and obviously, I mean, it was in Madison, so you could, you can kind of expect what I saw there. But now here, too, it, I again, I want my bachelor's degree, but I don't know if I can keep putting on the show. I mean, it's pretty much the best acting I've ever done, personally, is just trying to say, oh, yeah, hey, I'm a, you know, college you know, liberal, even though I'm a conservative, but I have to hide it in order to make it look like, 
you know, I'm actually, you know, can do good in this assignment and stuff like that. Um, but anyways, I think this is a good time for my second break here. Like I said, there's going to be three of them. This one's going to be fairly quick. I just got to put, well, I don't actually have to put the casserole in the oven quite yet. I just got to go preheat it. So just give me a few seconds here, folks. It's actually probably going to be like maybe 30 seconds. Just kind of bear with me here while I quick do that. Again, I do apologize. It's just, I'm, I'm getting hungry. And then after I preheat the oven, we'll get into some of the news stories I want to talk about. And trust me, they'll be good. So if you can just bear with me here for 10, maybe 20 seconds, at most 30, I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you. I'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. I do apologize. I think that was probably closer to a minute. Um, I couldn't remember what temperature to preheat the oven to, so I had to quick flip through my recipe book in order to figure it out. Um, but in about 10 minutes or so, I'll take another break. And again, I do apologize. It's just I'm getting hungry and I didn't eat lunch or anything like that. But let's get into the main news stories I want to talk about. So the first story I'm going to talk about... Um, I think Biden's about to be giving the speech anytime now, uh, but it's his first speech, pretty much public speech since, um, you know, he's came into office. He was, you know, in, uh, you know, <laughs> I can't even think of what I'm trying to say now. Cause I just had a quick drink of water too. And, um, but anyways, it's pretty much Biden's first speech, uh, since he's been elected president. Or since he was sworn, I should, yeah, that was the word I was looking for earlier, sworn in as president. He hasn't done any public speeches or stuff like that, or, I, what? God, what's the actual term for it? I mean, he's obviously has been out in public and stuff like that, but not like a formal, like, one-on-one, -on -one, like, press conference or anything like that. But anyways, that's going to happen soon, but it's funny, because he, he just announced it today, too. But he hasn't done anything out in the public like that before, and... Granted, this too, and I'm sure you have noticed that obviously he's not taking questions from reporters and stuff like that. He's been kind of shielded away. But with this speech, I, I'm sure it's probably going to be coming from the Oval Office or, you know, that kind of long... God, I should know the actual room of his. And this is why I wish, too, I kind of had, like, a staff. I mean, that'd be really cool to have a staff. But then they could, you know, like, what um, Bo or Mr. Snurdly always did to rush, you know, or, like, his other staff just quick inform him. Um, I wish I had th that luxury. Unfortunately, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm broke. I, 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 <laughs> um, but anyways... But it's weird because, obviously, this is going to be in front of a camera. 
there's not going to be any audience and it's all going to be reading off the teleprompt. And I'm sure, and I think too, what was funny because my local news station has said um, it's going to start at 6, 6 p.m. and obviously that's mountain time and they'll be back on the news at 6.15. So this is only going to be a 15 minute speech and it's honestly probably only going to be like 10 or so when you figure in the time to actually, you know, get the actual cameras rolling and have Biden actually walk up to the podium or so or, you know, actually for the camera to focus in on him in the Oval Office. But it's going to be super short. And what's also interesting, too, is that there's no there's no there's not going to be any reporters to ask him questions. And it's it, you can tell, obviously, everyone knows he's struggling cognitively. I mean, he's being used like a puppet, and I do kind of feel bad for him. I'm not even sure if he actually knows what's going on. And I don't mean that to be insulting or anything like that. It's just he, he he's being a puppet. That's essentially what he is. I think the only reason he was pretty much nominated for president was just because, hey, here's a name in the Democratic, you know pool of people that's been around for a while, 46 years. And I mean, granted, he didn't accomplish much in that time and he even ran before for president in 1980. And he was obviously accused of um, plagiarism. But he, I think it was just because his, he had that, you know, that kind of, hey, I'm, you know, I've been in office for f- 46 years. But uh, getting back to the point, he, he's being used, and this speech that he's about to give, I guarantee it's going to be even shorter, and I guarantee you, too, we're going to see him struggling. But what is also interesting, oh, man, I forgot my train of thought. See, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is the issue when you don't have, like, you don't have time to do show prep. You can't actually, you know, know what you want to talk about, and I'm, I always have to wing this, and this is probably why, too, and I'm getting really off track. I'm sorry. I just kind of want to elaborate on this. Um, this is probably why, too, not too many people are ever going to watch the show and stuff like or watch, I should say, listen, just because I don't, I, I can't do it properly, and I'm sorry. It's just, you know, I, I don't have the time, and I, I'm going to keep, you know, referring back to that. It's just I don't have the time to do a proper show, but I want to do the show because I truly enjoy doing it i love talking about politics and even if that means i have to just wing it i'll wing it um but anyways with biden too it's just i i i don't know how every time how i guess how they can keep this going that's the biggest thing how are they going to keep this going for four years there's no way that they can keep hiding biden for four years it's impossible the people want to know what's going on with their president Pretty much at all times. Obviously, we saw it with Donald Trump. I even remember, too, just after he was elected, CNN. And uh, obviously, they're doing stupid stories about him left and right. But it was how he eats his fried chicken. To me, it was like, are you kidding? You're actually going to do a story how a president eats their fried chicken. To me, it was... (laughs) And you're not going to see... And obviously, I'm sure you've noticed, too, that the media is kind of sheltering Biden. But hopefully, they're kind of waking up to their senses, too, saying, you know, like, whoa... Wait, what's going on here? We being used. I mean, I'm sure they know they're being used, but anyways, it's just it's just interesting how this is all playing out with Biden and stuff like that. But I'm hoping, and this is a far fetched idea, but I did see it, and 
I didn't really want to talk about, but I kind of forgot about the points, too, I want to talk about with Biden. But anyways, no, I already forgot what I wanted to get into. Oh, man. Oh, God. I, I am sorry, ladies. This show has been really just, it's been a terrible episode so far. Um, I guess I'll get into this. Maybe I'll be able to have just, you know, a refresher quick to come back. Um, and you're probably asking too, well, Travis, how do you forget? Well, I'm in like my bedroom, like how I am, I'm kind of sitting on the edge of my closet here and I'm like, look, I can look into it, but I can also look to the side and see my clock and stuff. But I, I also just, I mean, I'm one of those people that just, you know, likes to look around and stuff. So when I, you know, like <laughs> look at my dresser and the stuff on there, sometimes like, oh yeah, you know, I'll just sidetrack me. But another thing I want to get into as well, it's, and this just it shows the media isn't even trying to hide, I guess, their agenda. But what it was, if you look up, and I'm sure you can do it right now, if you look up mass shooting surge, it, it's going to show this headline, the exact same headline from about six or seven different news companies in various states. And it's too, if you... When you search it, they have, you know, that little, like, preview picture. It's all the exact same preview picture. And what's funny is that it's just another way the Democrats are going to try to convince you if you're not informed, and obviously by informed, meaning you actually know what's going on in the world, so being a conservative. Um, but anyways, they're trying to inform the uninformed, you know, that, oh, mass shootings are on the up and up and stuff like that. We need to ban assault rifles and stuff like that. And... No, I mean, I can kind of see, I don't know if this is true because I don't have the numbers or facts, but what I do know is that in my criminal justice classes that I have taken, we have learned time and time again that crime has pretty much been going down ever since I think like 92 or 93, early 90s. Sure, you might say, and it depends on your context too of a mass shooting. I mean, there's, I know the media really likes to say, oh, even if a guy brought into a gun and didn't shoot anyone or like he just, there's just various definitions of it. But anyways, to the point I'm saying mass shootings have been going down. The only reason it makes it look like they're going up is because these mass shootings are ha having higher casualty rates. But overall, crime in all aspects, including mass shootings, have been going down since the early 90s. But that, that the media wants to, you know, use that feelings towards you. They want you to f feel empathetic. I don't know if that's the proper term. But they just want you, they want you to use your feelings. And obviously, that's how liberals are. They feel. That's pretty much how their entire philosophy is. I mean, that's why they cancel stuff, because they feel offended. But they're just trying to ban your assault weapons. And honestly, <laughs> the Second Amendment clearly states, and th they say, oh, it was only meant for muskets and stuff like that. No, the Constitution was created to stand the test of time. The Founding Fathers knew this country was going to be, you know, still standing long after they were gone. They knew they built something that was definitely worthwhile, and they did. I mean, this is God's country, the greatest country on the planet Earth, the greatest country that the planet Earth will... <laughs> Earth, Earth, is that my Wisconsin accent coming in? The greatest planet Earth... Or <laughs> God, no, I'm talking... Oh, man. Really, really getting a just terrible show today, unfortunately. Um, but it's the greatest country on the planet of Earth, and it always will be the greatest country on the planet of Earth. You, you, the United States is, again, God's country. It is his perfect vision of a country. But anyways, getting back to the point, the Second Amendment, like I said, was created in order to stand the test of time. They knew 
back then that obviously firearms was going to change, technology was going to change, and it still adapt to it. I mean, it clearly states the right of the people to bear arms shall not be infringed upon. And it says the people. It doesn't say the federal government, doesn't say the state government or anything like that. It says the people, meaning you and I. So we are clearly entitled to to own an assault rifle or any other type of firearm you want. But the Democrats, they always come up with, you know, some random excuse to try to ban it. And what's funny, too, well, it's not funny, but here's the interesting thing, too, about, you know, trying to ban assault rifles and stuff like that. The Democrats don't realize that if someone wants to do an act of violence or do a mass shooting or anything like that, they're going to do it. You can pose the most strictest gun laws, laws or anything related to firearms, and they're still going to find a caveat to get around it. The biggest example I can think of would be, for example, uh, oh man, what year was it actually implemented? Was the Brady Bill, pretty much the banning of assault weapons here in America during the 90s. I think... And I wish I had my iPad so I could look this up, unfortunately. But I don't. It's charging. Um, but anyways, it was pretty much, you know, a ban on assault weapons to where really you can only have, you know, handguns, um, rifles that were chambered in 9mm, shotguns, you know, pretty much anything that really wasn't high caliber. And the only high caliber weapons you could have was pretty much like a, for example, like a .30-06, you know, bolt-action hunting rifle or anything like that. But what happened, too, during the 90s, and yeah, this must have been, too, yeah, it must have been during that same time. But you had Oklahoma City, a man, Timothy McVeigh, Terry Nichols, they both hated the federal government for what they did in um, Ruby Ridge and Waco, and they blew up the their pretty much van of explosives in front of the Murphy Building in Oklahoma City. Now, if we had assault weapons, maybe they could have done a mass shooting, but nonetheless, they still did a mass terror attack pretty much because they didn't like the government people are gonna commit acts of crimes no matter what laws you put in place to prevent it it's the, i mean you can see it happen all the time in california california another example to another shooting that we saw during the time of the brady bill that was kind of big and something that happened here in colorado was columbine columbine happened in oh what, 19 yeah 1999 and they used firearms. Obviously, they weren't ARs or anything like that, or 223. Um, but they still create, c- committed an act of violence, and they still got their hands on firearms that were used to kill people. It doesn't matter how hard the Democrats try. People are still going to commit crimes regardless. And they don't realize that at all. At all. And it, to me, it's just one of the most bothering... It, it bothers me how they just... They can't figure out that, people again, people are going to commit crimes no matter what kind of laws you put in place. That's why, too, you see California with some of the highest, you know, crime rates. It's just because they've banned pretty much not every weapon, but they've made it almost impossible to get a weapon. And as I said in my other show, or was that episode four? Yeah, it was episode four when I was talking about my policies and stuff like that where I stand on it. Um, but with ghost guns, that's why ghost guns are such a huge problem in California, because people are still going to try to get guns regardless. And uh, it's it's just frustrating, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I can say. Um, I guess that's a good kind of ending point. I'm going to take another quick, like, one-minute break at the most. I'm sure my oven's kind of done preheating by now, so I'll be right back. Um, it shouldn't be too long, so just give me, just bear with me here quick, folks, and I'll be right back. Thank you.
Alright, I am back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about sorry about that. Um so the next topic I wanna get into Oh man, which it, it's it's unfortunately it was saved on my iPad. I don't remember my iPad I just checked is on that black screen of death where you have to plug it in, so I can't pull up my news stories. Um let's see if I can just find something to talk about on on here. Um, I'm sorry I'm not prepared again. I kind of informed you why I really can't. Um, let's just see what I can pull up here quick. Hopefully we got a good... Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! I didn't even have to pull it up quick. I just remembered it. So the other thing, obviously, Congress just passed this 1.9... What was it, like, billion? Or was it trillion? No, it was 1.9 billion stimulus deal. And... There are some kind of hidden things. Obviously, the big thing the media is going to cover is I think that um, um, stimulus checks were around 1400 or so. And obviously, that's all they're going to talk about. But what they really don't talk about, and this is, again, the, the, and these, you got to keep in mind, too, these stimulus bills, well, this whatever thing they passed by Congress, I don't know the actual term for it. Um, they're like 600 and there's all, you know, these hidden secret things. And what's interesting too, you would think that that 1.9 trillion could go straight back into the American economy and it won't. Unfortunately, you know, it's going to go to foreign countries like what they tried to do in the last one, sending $10 million to Pakistan for gender studies. When we, when, when we know for sure that Pakistan isn't going to use that for gender studies, they're going to be using it for their military or something like that. But what's interesting with this, I forgot the exact amount, but they're they're pretty much blue state bailouts. And it's pretty much bailing out states like California, New York, Illinois, I would assume probably Washington and Oregon. Any of these deep blue states that are pretty much going down the hole just because you have like Democrats that don't know how to run those states. But it's just pretty much money to those states so they can get back to the status of like what a Republican state would be and kind of like above, you know, what the national averages because obviously the democrats are sinking it down meanwhile the republican states are bringing it back up for the most part but i just thought that was interesting how they're pretty much giving money and obviously like nant nant i could go on and on about how weird that lady is and how she is just the most pretty much everyone doesn't like her that you know like conservative wise even democrat wise i know a lot of democrats don't like her either and when i say democrats i'm not talking about politicians i'm just talking about your day-to-day -day democrats but obviously she's from California and, you know, she's going to try to do her best to promote. I mean, and that's usually to what representatives do, you know, with their own state, try to do it in their best own interest. I understand that. But it's pretty much they know California is going in the hole because of their politics and they just have to kind of keep bringing it back afloat in order to not save the state because that state's long gone, unfortunately. But they pretty much have to cover their own faults. It is essentially what they're doing is covering their own faults, like I just said. Um, well, another thing that I found interesting, and I said um again. God, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta limit my word, um, words like that again. I've said that before, and I, I, I'm sorry, folks. This episode's probably the worst one I've done. I know it is myself. Um, we only got 20 minutes, so hopefully you can bear, bear, bear. Oh man, it's just. There's been a lot going on in my life. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But anyways, the other thing that I found interesting, too, was that there's kind of like this also stimulus, too, for our farmers. 
And I support that, you know, as I mentioned in my fourth episode, my last episode, I support the farmers hands down. I mean, they are just like truckers too. I said on the other episode, they're the cornerstone of cornerstone of America. But what's interesting with this like stimulus bill they have, um, hang on, I'm, I'm just going to take a quick little water break. All right. But what's interesting too, is that they're going to give this money to the farmers on a racial basis. So what that pretty much means is if you're a minority farmer, you'll probably be getting, you know, an extra lump sum of cash. Meanwhile, if you're a white farmer, yeah, you're not going to get anything extra. You're just going to get your $1,400 stimulus check and that's it. Now to me, that's racism. And the media is not going to say anything because obviously the big thing now is like, oh, you know, African-Americans can't, can't get anywhere. And it's like, well, yes, they can. I, I, sa- I know I said this in my first episode, but we've had a black president. I mean, they can. I mean, they've become CEOs and entrepreneurs for some of the most well-known companies here in America. Yet the Democrats think without their help, they can't achieve this. And to me, it's, it's so frustrating that... The, They're pretty much, and I'm sure hopefully some of you folks have realized this, but they're dividing America. Truly, they are dividing America. Why are you not giving this extra stimulus to everyone? It doesn't matter on their skin. You're pretty much being racist by just giving it to minorities and not doing it to white people. If we had someone like Donald Trump in office... And like what he was doing, he'd be giving it to everyone because he didn't see you like how the Democrats see you. The Democrats see you as, oh, you're white, you're black, you're Hispanic or you're Asian. Donald Trump saw you and I see this the exact same way. I don't see you as a white, black, Asian, Hispanic or any other ethnicity. I see you as an American if you're an American citizen here. I could care less what your actual race is or your ethnicity to me. If you're an American, you're an American. That's it. We're all on the same boat together. However, the Democrats don't see that. They do not see that at all. As I said before, they see you separate. They see you as your own individual and not as an American. They think that because you're a minority, you can't achieve anything, unfortunately. And to me, if I was a minority, that'd be really grinding my gears. I'd be furious at these folks because they think that I can't achieve anything when I know in my heart that I can. And I just wish, and I'm sure too, I just hope people that are minorities are just waking up to this, knowing that they're pretty much getting put downs left and right from these Democrats saying, yeah, you really can't do anything without our help. Meanwhile, again, on the right side, you have people, you know, saying, hey, it doesn't matter where you come from, what your background is. Even if you just immigrated three years ago or so from whatever country, you can still do good. You can still achieve the American dream. But it's just the liberals don't think just Democrats, liberals just don't see it that way. And to me, it's frustrating because Again, they're the ones, if there's any person that's racist in this or group of people that's racist in this country, it's not your conservatives, it's not your Republicans, it's your liberals and Democrats. The other thing that I thought was funny too, and sorry, I just had to adjust a few of my records, they were (laughs) about to fall, Um, but anyways, what's, oh man, I lost my, dang it. I knew it would happen. I lose my train of thought all the time. Again, I wish I had my plan. 
Uh, is it short-term memory loss? I don't know. I don't think it is. I know it's not because <laughs> I'm pretty good at remembering stuff short-term. If you ask me long-term, I mean, kind of how I'm going on the spiel, I'm hoping to kind of rejuvenate my mind again. But I mean, I can still remember memories from like when I was two years old, like in particular picture perfect detail like what kind of day it was and you know stuff like that oh man what was it i know we were talking about um races and stuff like that it was a pretty good point too i wanted to make um you you know what ladies and gentlemen i I don't want to call the show early um or, you know, call it quits early, but I might have to. Obviously, this has been, like, probably the biggest train wreck I've ever had to deal with. And if, well, show-wise, and if you're still listening, I mean, props to you, because it's just, it's been a bad episode. And I'm kind of glad I didn't do it yesterday. Um, Yesterday, I was going to do my show after I came back home from snowboarding, but I was tired, and thankfully, I didn't do it then. Um... Yeah, I, again, I, I apologize, folks. This is probably, again, this I know this is the worst show I've ever done. And I might call it quits early if I can't think of that thought. I, I know it was something with race there. Oh, man, what was it? <laughs> what, what I'm going to do, I, I mentioned this before. If you're ever unsure of something, like during a speech or so, and you kind of free, lose your train of thought, take a quick drink of water. Because people don't know that you lost your train of thought and they just think you're drinking water. Obviously that can't happen to me. Um, cause you're just listening in an audio and you can't actually see me. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to take a quick drink and hopefully I can remember my point. Probably won't, but we'll just see. <laughs> yeah, it didn't do any, I figured it wasn't going to do anything. I mean, it was worth a shot. I mean, you always have to take a shot in the dark sometimes, but it, it didn't do anything. And I know, again, I know we were talking about how the Democrats just don't see you as an American if you're a minority. They see you as whatever race you are, and that's it. And it's it's frustrating, but I, I think, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to call it quits early on the show. I'll kind of put in the description. So, I, was, I mean, you, I know you can't listen to this live, um, but I'm just going to put in the description um, that it was, you know, it was not my best episode. It was kind of, you know, a poor one. And I do apologize for this only being, what, what, what time am I here? 47 minutes and probably actually like 44, maybe like 43 with, you know, me having to take those quick breaks. Um, but what I will do, I will promise you this, I'm going to try, if I can, to actually do some show prep again. Usually I can't. I just don't have the time, unfortunately. But I'm going to try to see if I can do it for next. I, again, I don't know if I'll be able to do that third episode this week. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. It, it will just, you know, have to play it by ear. Um, I'm using my filler words again. Yeah, this has been a really bad episode. But I'll still upload it. I mean, obviously... Uh, you, you you have your good episodes and you have your bad episodes and unfortunately like what they would always say with rush i mean i i, I um when he was gone I, I just wasn't at full strength today so well so i i do appreciate you again if you did listen to the show um what i will promise though next week if or whenever my next episode was and i'm feeling good and I have plenty of stuff to talk about. Maybe what we'll do, since we're at like, well, now we're at 48 minutes, I'll do an hour and 10 minute episode, you know, just to kind of squeeze in. Because usually if you haven't realized, if you've looked at my other episodes, they're normally an hour long. 
And now I see this one's going to be 10, 10 minutes short. So what I'll do, I'll do an extra 10 minute length one. Kind of, it'll, it'll be like the sixth special one. <laughs> yeah, the sixth special episode or the sixth special episode. <laughs> SSE. I, I don't know what that stands for. Well, sixth special episode. So I'll do a special episode then um, squeeze in that extra time I lost. Um, Again, I appreciate um, you ladies and gentlemen for listening. I do apologize for how poor this quality episode was. I mean, you just, again, you have your good days and your bad days. But um, thanks again for listening um, and have a good one. Godspeed.